0: Well, hello there. This is Rebecca, and welcome to an episode of A Mindful Misfit. I'm in my little studio today, so let's see how the sound goes. And um, I haven't heard from anybody yet, so please reach out to me and let me know how the sound is doing Um, today. Let's see. I'm gonna get right in there. I I did have some notes, so I'm gonna kind of run with them. I wrote down because I really feel this way. You know, celebrities, the news, politicians—we know they lie. You know, we've we have found out they lie. We have found out many of them have lied. Um, but for some reason, it, the, the trend still goes. It's almost like well, uh, so many are becoming comfortable in the fact that eh, they lie eh, they lie. But, it, you know, I find it very frustrating because, um, which I'm going to get to sort of um, in this podcast, is that all of the, the lying and all of this stuff it just seems to activate um, our drama buttons, you know, because the, the, the stuff they pumble out all the time, it's, it's so filled with drama. I mean, let's just break some things down. Most celebrities have their lines written for them. I would say pretty much unless they are taken off guard or they're, you know, they're alone or they're in a store and you can see how awkward they can get, you know, I don't think, you know, well, first of all, they're nervous because people could approach them, but also I don't think they're used to it. You know, they have lines, they have their roles they play. I mean, comedians even. Most comedians, this is what actually blew my mind. Most comedians write for other comedians. A lot of comedians don't even write their own stuff. Now, some of them do, but a lot of them don't. I, I really, I was like quite taken aback. I mean, even, um, I believe it, uh, there's, well, you know what? I won't even call any of them out. Just check it out. It's really interesting. Um, a lot of people who if people have, you know, celebrities have books that are written for them, speeches that are written for them. Most politicians have, they have speech writers. They have people that write for them. They don't just get up and speak. They don't just improv. I usually, I guess when they improv things should happen, and that's what happens for most of us, but it's very interesting. I mean, these things are premeditated, they're planned and, you know, sure, sometimes they do lose it and you see that and then there's drama about the fact that they lost it and, you know, and then, uh, what happens after that, a crew of busy workers plan the next move so that they can repair the damage, you know, so how is it that so many of us are hypnotized by it? And I'm wondering if it's just, you know, it's that addiction to drama. You know, we're just sort of, you know, and then addicted to the, to the hip, you know, that hypnotized feeling. I've said this before. It was just a really cool thing that happened years, years ago. I wrote it in Mental Girl that I was out somewhere getting some coffee and I just met this woman, this British woman, and, and I forgot even how the conversation flowed, but she had this delightful way that she sort of kind of winked at me and said, wait till you figure out when you're entering drama when you're just aware that you're entering drama and you can get out of drama. She goes, that's when they, that's when things really get neat. And I do think that's part of healing. And I do feel like I see myself do that. I see myself just dive right in there. I see myself sometimes thinking oh, I'm not being dramatic enough. What is that? I can It's just sort of like that pulling drama, 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 instead of going, well, you know, let's see how I can, um, change this i mean sometimes i'm not even in the, the drama someone else is in the drama and then i doubt why am i not in the drama like them and that's happened actually in the last few days there's just been certain things that all of a sudden drama 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 and it's just all this intensity intense. and actually now i find myself getting quite irritated which hopefully eventually i won't even get irritated anymore because i feel like the irritation is still pulling me into the drama but um just to be aware of it is is the beginning, you know. And I and I've been aware of it, but now I the, some of the more work is just going is uh, eventually creating a pattern where I don't I you know it's like it maybe it's I I try to fall into like a delightfulness of it. That's that's kind of where I want to you know because you can play and you can mold with your drama. Um, that is up to you, you know. So I'll tell a situation that actually just today, I, I, I saw sort of, all right, so I had to take a quick break because I needed to make sure that the sound, the external sounds weren't going to affect the podcast. So anyway, uh, I'm trying to think when it happened because I might have said it on a podcast, but like uh, it, all of a sudden we've been getting a lot of graffiti around here. Like these gangs are like just going nuts on a lot of stuff. And I was really frustrated at first, you know, I could totally get dramatic. I can get frustrated and get angry. And instead, I just decided to get proactive. And I went on this um, website that you can go on and you can report graffiti and the sale will come clean it up. And I was very pleased that rather quickly they did. And um, there was actually a big spot down in the street from uh, and uh, it was all along these two houses that are under construction and on the fence. And by the day they were getting worse and worse. And I had put something in and it, 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 you know, my request wasn't granted and I was wondering if it was because of this cloth that they had on the fence or, you know, those construction sites where it's kind of, but, um, like I said, it was getting worse and worse. So I complained again and I actually went for a walk today because I saw some new stuff. and in my you know in my experience one of the things you want to get this graffiti off you want to get it off you know the hope is that they'll tire out and stop but um you really want to get it off because it just it just gets worse i mean literally i see more and more and i just keep taking my pictures and sending it in and so i was going around the neighborhood and collected a few new pictures, but also saw that the big, those, these two big fences that that were really, really bad were cleaned up today. And it was just this feeling of just, I I don't know, validation and gratitude and just feeling like that is so cool. And, um, I'm just, you know, super duper pleased because it was really unsightly, you know, and seeing it, you know, in certain places, it's just, it, it is, it's really unsightly. And, um, So, but again, it's, um, you got your choices, you got your choices. Like there are times where I do, you know, I'm just, you know, huffing and puffing and getting all upset. And really, I, I just, it's, it's, unless I'm going to choose the delightful drama or, you know, sometimes you're telling a story and you want that drama, you know, right with you. And I would say sort of make it more entertaining because the minute it starts to get like, so dramatic whether you're telling a story from long ago not even happening anymore and you watch people their facial expressions everything it's like it's 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 happening and my body actually feels uncomfortable like i feel locked into their drama because i'm listening to this story whereas if it was more entertaining like very clear this is a, a story that happened and there's a really cool result from it and I learned, you know, all of that stuff, like make it about a story. Take your power back. The drama loses its stickiness. It just loses its stickiness. I really found this. And then really what's cool is when you watch yourself do it. I mean, I'm very aware of when other people do it and I get frustrated, but I realize it's sort of like, I want to take awareness that it's almost as if well, I'm proud of myself that I'm working through, you know, not pressing the drama button so much. But I'm, then I'm also pressing it by getting frustrated that other people aren't being aware of their drama. So no matter what, that that the your your life is always it, it can, can be looked at. And actually, I just came across a Socrates. I, I maybe this is the quote, but an unexamined life is not worth living. Um, or and. It's really cool because examining and looking—I mean, not getting to a point where you're getting so, you know, fucked up and frustrated, but more of like you're looking at, you're examining to to gain your power and your intelligence and your common sense and your reasoning and all of that. So, so you're generating this beautiful energy around yourself and with others. So um, you know, I definitely have over examined things before. And again, when you're in examining, you're examining where you're leading yourself, where you're how you're talking to your subconscious, how you're talking to other people, how your vibe is, you know, are you accusing other people of things you're doing? You know, just sort of examining. Trying not to get any don't get you know, like for me, it's like I try to tell myself, now now Rebecca, don't don't, don't push yourself and do the shame blame thing. But just sort of release all the stickiness so that I can look at it and move through it and see it and see all of it. You know, it can be a really beautiful thing. So I'm going to see if I can find that quote. Let me see if I'm saying it right by Socrates. Okay, I did find it and it was. It was that an, uh, an, an unexamined life is not worth living. But I, I and I always say I don't like that and not worth living. I think all lives probably are examined at some points. I would argue that how about saying the unexamined life ends up being quite boring (laughs) or quite exhaustingly dramatic. But I'm going to read a few other ones that I came across that are kind of interesting um, because I just you know and and for me personally I don't know if these people said this. I've written that in Mental Girl we went around so I'm not sure even if these are paraphrased or whatever but they say that they say that these people have said them but I think the quotes in of themselves the words put together are really kind of cool this one says Plato said it I am the wisest man alive for I know one thing and that is that I know nothing I love stuff like that Uh, let's see if I can find a couple others oh this is funny by Kurt Vonnegut So he's had quite a sense of humor he said plato says that the unexamined life is not worth living but what if the examined life turns out to be a clunker as well (laughs) that's pretty good that's pretty good oh my goodness i think you really these are really quite fun this is where i would really you know i feel like we need more stoop talking more philosophy talking where people just sit around and either laugh or exchange ideas and i'm sure they do somewhere but I I just, for me personally, I would love that. This one says Plato, and it uh, it says Plato Common Apology, but I'll read it as it says it is. Um, I thought to myself, I am wiser than this man. Neither of us probably knows anything that is really good, but he thinks he has knowledge when he has not, while I, having no knowledge, do not think I have. (laughs) These are fun. If you come across any quotes and you want to send them to me, I think that would be really fun. Maybe, you know... Uh, that could be a really cool thing. It just, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and send me a quote. Maybe we can have fun exchanging just quotes and laughing about them. Um, and if you would like to support me and my channel and uh, my podcast and all the things that I do, you can buy some books, go to mental and uh, buy books for friends. Buy them as gifts. Um, and if you don't want buy them for yourself, of course, if you haven't read them. And um, if you don't, want to buy one of the things that would be really helpful is walk into bookstores or libraries and say hey do you carry mental girl books and um when you're out and about ask people have you heard of the mindful misfit podcast it's kind of a quirky podcast so um that's how you can spread the word and help me out so i hope you enjoyed this please give me a shout out somewhere give me a smoke signal it's always nice to hear from my listeners and my readers and i thank you so much for today's podcast I hope you enjoyed it and thank you till next time.